Yo, 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 what up, everybody? It's your boy, JB. This is For The Vibes, a podcast that focuses on reggae rock music. We review the top five songs from the week prior, and we give you an amazing interview. That's what we do. We also sprinkle a little positive thought of the weekend there. If you've been here before, you know that happens. You probably look forward to it. And I'll put my hand up right now, okay? I'd like to apologize for last week because I listened to myself and I probably set the record for how many times I said, you know, dude, man, I, or um. And you know what? I'm accountable, okay? And I'm not going to make that mistake this episode. This episode is going to be fire. It's going to be impeccable. It's going to be precise and just easily to be consumed. And I don't do it alone. I can't do it alone. I got two absolute legends in the building. One of which had some funky ass sunglasses on. He took them off. He's back in the game. Evan, what's up, man? Talk to the people. Yo, what's up, Jay Bizzle? Do, do you mind if I call you Jay Bizzle? I mean, I'm I'm feeling good. It just it came naturally. To answer your question, I of what's up? Like, yeah, I'm doing good. Today's a good day. I'm feeling all right. Dude, honestly, I would be furious with you if you did not call me Jay Bizzle. I appreciate that. I used to work with a guy that called me Jay Bizzle. Uh, every day in the office. <laughs> what about this what about uh, Jizzle Bizzle? Fact. Like throw it on both both letters. Mm, yeah, dude, that has some wings. Jizzle Bizzle, I like that. Jay Bizzle, Jizzle play Bizzle with it, man. has some wings. Dude, there's Bizzle Kizzle, Brett Coleman down in Arizona, <laughs> chiming in, dude. What up, Brett? Man, how are the vibes? <laughs> Sorry, Coleman. I just I just walked on in and, and just making my this. entrance. Thank you. Well, I want to. I'm going to say, JB. I always look forward to your introductions, and I'm not going to be critiquing because there's nothing but love. But why would you start an episode bagging on yourself, apologizing for the dudes, the bros, the ands, the ums, the the JB just having a good time talking? If anybody listening to this podcast counts how many times any of us say um or like or anything of that nature, find something better to do with your time, bro. Like. Bro, you know what uh, it is, dude. Um, you, I say it all the damn time, man. I, I appreciate you saying that, man. I appreciate <laughs> you saying that. I do. No, I really do, man. You're right. I was a little too hard on myself, but the truth is, dude, we interview. I just said it right there, dude. We <laughs> interview so many incredible artists that it's like I feel this pressure sometimes that I got to be perfect. I got to put the best episode out there because I always think like, you know, dang, Sublime with Rome shared our podcast on their story that's big for me and i'm thinking you know is is eric wilson sitting here listening to this episode listen to us talk about elevator babies and uh you know <laughs> evan smoking weed out of a guitar and some of the other shenanigans that we get Maybe. into and you know what i hope he did i hope he did listen i hope he is listening right now because you know what that's what we do reggae villain may hate it but i love it man we just have fun we're here for a good time. That's you know, literally what we do. JB, I'm just going to bag on myself. I'm going to relieve the bagging from you and put it on myself. You know, more professional. Dude, bag on yourself, uh, please. More professional podcast editors actually go in and edit out a lot of the ums, ahs, and in your case, dudes, uh, and repetitive words <laughs> like that from, I don't like the from way conversations. So stupid. Uh, uh, so, so you put the bag on me. 
Well, I don't want anybody to put a bag on you. And I don't need JB, and now you're taking this shit road. Dude, this is for the vibes, not for the, you know, put the fishy on me or whatever that. You guys listen to that song. If you have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Fishy on me. Okay, because I was lost. I don't have kids. No, <laughs> maybe we should be now, pulling up now, that song. Maybe, maybe that that's. Song, dude. Oh, no. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it as. I'm sorry to everybody who just. We just went down the rabbit hole. But what I was trying to say, what I was on the path of saying is damn it, JB, they were not listening to all your ums, ums, and likes and whatever for us to get a conversation with some of these people. Now, I understand. Okay. I want to be buttoned up as well. But I feel yeah. like there have been plenty of episodes where I, I'm kind of like outer body. I go out to a different place. I bring on a persona to to allow myself to have fun and and, and, and get into this uh, energetic state of being, whatever, like trying to be engaging with these conversations. That's not my everyday normal self. And if I was worried about every single you know part of a sentence or a phrase that i'll fuck up or something that i get like some background story that i know is going to happen or i know i'm going to be long-winded but fuck if you're still listening to this podcast like i just said fuck i'm sorry guys like unnecessary didn't need to do that i apologize like there are things we can be tighter on but i don't think that we gotta start our show like that because they're here for the vice man I love it, man. You you guys are lifting me up. Evan's trying to get bagged on. He's taking the bag away from me. He's getting in his bag. You're lifting me up, man. Give me some positive energy. And I'll tell you what, guys. We've got the top five songs of the week to play. But let's play a little song that's going to get me feeling nice and irie, getting that big Friday energy. You're probably listening to this on a Thursday. Fridays we're at right around the corner. And i tell you what, man. This song, it does something to me. Evan, play it. Just play it, dude. It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. It's Friday, it's Saturday, Sunday, it's Friday. See what I'm saying, dude? Friday energy. I haven't been this excited for a Friday since I was a little kid going out getting uh, intoxicated well before the age that I was supposed to. You, that that okay. song really made you feel that that pumped up. Dude, it did. Oh, uh, Brett, I already played that under everything you were saying before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you had no idea. Dude, get that fishy on me, bro. I like it. That's, that's oh, interesting. Man. Listen, guys. That's going to make my kids happy. We're expanding our audience tonight. But then I had bad language. So, see, we got to tighten, tighten it up. Clean house. Okay. Loosening well, up and tightening up at the same time. Well, they came here to listen to music. Let's play some. I agree. Let's play some good reggae rock music. Yeah, man. Starting out for the number one song of the week in no particular order, but this song is big. Evan, I'll let you intro it, man. Cool. Do your thing. Cool. And just because you know me, I, I like order, right? Just to break it down for the people in case this is their first time listening to this podcast. On this podcast, we're going to listen to five of the best songs that came out in the reggae rock world last week, and then we're going to play an interview. 
in the middle somewhere. We'll also give you a little positive thought of the week to get you feeling good and vibing. But that said, let's keep it going here. We've got the song Beef from Joe Sambo. Beef. If they don't dive with the lyrics on the stage, with the missing is the beef from the groove in the bass, like a big fat steak. Got sauce on the plate. Uh, baby, I can feel it. It don't matter if I can read it, I can feel it. It doesn't even matter if you steal it, I can feel it. I think it's on the dance, can you feel it? I can feel it, baby, I can feel it. Now, if you wanna dance, now's your chance to make this groove a true romance. Everybody stand up, make some fans. Everybody stir it up. Joe Sambo with the song Beef. Man, what a track. It doesn't matter if you can feel it, I can feel it. Now, isn't that something about life, man? It doesn't matter if you can feel it, I can feel it, okay? That's Joe Sambo. He feels it. We're talking about that funk, that soul, that ism, that that untouchable essence that only... If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you won't know. And if you knew better, you do better. That's what Joe's talking about. It doesn't matter if you can feel it. I can feel it. And this song is incredible for so many different reasons. First of all, number one, Joe Sambo could run a freaking master class on how to market and build hype for a song. I mean, I saw beef everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Leading up to this release, man, I, I saw... The stickers, the the promotion on Instagram, the ads, everything. Like I was so hyped for the song, and I'm pretty sure everybody was because this song did something special. Now, everyone knows I'm an iTunes music boy. I'm not a Spotify boy, okay? I go to iTunes music, and when you go to reggae, you don't typically see reggae rock music when you look at the charts on not even the charts, the new releases under the reggae genre from the main page in iTunes. Every once in a while, you'll see like Ian Young or Revolution or, you know, some some kind of really rootsy artists. I think I saw Through the Roots up there. But I saw fucking Joe Sambo in the mix, dude. And we've had him on this podcast. Have we had him in your trap house in Manchester? We sat right across from him. We, you know, put a doink in the air, you know. And, and, and it's just incredible to see what Joe is doing with his career. Props to him. He's the man. You know, law records represent... Um, yeah, dude, I, I I love this track for many reasons. Brett, you care to add anything? I, I'm, well, I was, and then I got derailed by you put a doink in the air. Yeah, what's we that? put a doink in there. What's that? That's you some know, East Coast some, shit. Yeah, dude, that's you know, it's just some Joe Sambo shit. Yeah, we put a doink in there. All right, put a doink. You go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> it all, all right. makes sense. Okay, all right. Well, then you know we got some homework. Um, as far as the track goes, I will tell you, I love the energy. Um, I was kind of being cynical, but I live with two young vegetarians and I'm wondering if they'd like the song or not, just based off of the beef and the imagery and and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) So I've been like, not all into promoting beef around the household, but the song beef 
and the emphasis in the fucking drive and in the infusion of that funk reggae style is really good and i loved it and i like the energy and it's it's something that you know we talk about often when you can kind of visualize the song as, as you listen to it you can kind of see the the video or whatever whatever is playing out in your head as a very easy visualize visualization for me i shall say yeah man and i can't wait to actually see the video one cool thing about joe is that he definitely like you know brings people up with him i noticed you know one of the coolest things is i you know people i guess that don't live in new england and go to shows here won't know but um Joe Sambo's biggest fan is this guy, Little Dude. And um, he, his his mom and, and family bring him to, he's he's a young kid. I don't even know how old. I can't tell how old kids are, probably maybe eight, I don't know, nine. He's a young dude. But he goes to the shows, gets right up front. You've probably seen him on Instagram. He starts jumping around. He loves Joe Sambo. He's always wearing his merch. Um, and Joe put him in the music video. And, like, that's a, just such a cool thing to see. Um, you know, I was, ha- I was stoked for multiple reasons, but like, that's just the type of guy Joe is. And like, uh, Tyler from revelry studio, Joe highlighted him in the music video. And I've met that guy, like he's been instrumental in Joe's career. So the fact that, you know, he's looking back at the people that supported him now that he's getting some fame and recognition, that's just an awesome thing, man. That's a great thing to see. So props to Joe Sambo. It's a great single. And, um, I think it's going to do numbers. It's going to do numbies and, uh, I can't wait to see what's next. I got to believe an album somewhere in the near future. So I'm pumped for that. I'm stoked for that. Evan, you're falling asleep over there, man. What's up? Numbies. He's going to do numbies. Uh, man, I'm <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? Yeah, I did like that. Speaking of numbies. Well, I think we should we should let the listeners know that Evan is actually indeed on LSD right now. So um, I just want to put that out there. I just want to be honest. I could not coordinate this podcast on LSD. But, would not work. I would, I'd be lost. JB, you you would have to take over over here. Well, I usually do. Up next, we've got the song <laughs> "100 Rips" from Catastro. Dapping, give me kudos. Step back and give me Runo. I'm riding in a two door, but I'm new with Runo. The weather's so nice, so I had to drop the roof flow. Got a nine to five, never show up in a suit though. Trying to stay alive while I'm chasing all this loot though. Give me six feet low, homie, I need room, yo. I want the whole damn pie, not just some of it. The wheat's so good, you gon' wanna take a hundred rips. But when it goes down and the shit blows up, I'ma blow smoke with my windows up. I'm going out of town cause I've had enough of all this stuff I'm thinking of. When it goes down and the shit blows up, I'ma blow smoke with my windows up. I'm going out of town cause I've had enough of all this stuff I'm thinking Time vibe, what a time to be alive. I got one bad chick, got another on the side. Tell her hop in a ride, put our problems aside. No show always be- Man, Catastro, Arizona, always representing. You know, these are uh they're a band that has shifted their sound a bit over the years and they've kind of evolved it and definitely turned more to this, you know, this hip hop infusion, rap infusion, whatever it is, reggae hybrid of sounds. 
But what I love about it is that I caught a live stream the other night, like just like a, a piece of it when they're they're promoting 100 rips. And one of the, the guitarists said, or I'm sorry, the bassist said something in regards to they're not making sad songs anymore. They're making songs about just having a good time. And that's kind of like what this is all about. And I kind of, I can see that with this track, with that summertime vibe you know, he's not working the nine to five, but he's making money. He's having a good time. They're doing their damn thing. And it's so nice. You got to put the top down. I mean, I just borrowed my dad's convertible to drive down to Tucson because it is so damn nice. Like, it's a good time to be in Arizona. The summer's not here yet, but the vibes are, are good. And Catastro represents bringing fresh music that I continue to want to hear. And I, I'm always just fucking proud. Yes. The Castro boys. I don't even I don't even know them. Sorry guys. Like love to have you on the show sometime. You're dope. We've met like in passing. But those are like the hometown boys that keep making it bigger, 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 and better. Like the weed's so good you're gonna want to take a hundred rips in one session. I love that. I love that that imagery. Can you imagine what would happen if Evan was in a convertible with that mullet on his head right now? be kind of cool slow-mo well the sunglasses you mentioned earlier actually double as safety glasses and have these sweet uh protectors <laughs> on the sides so i could absolutely be in a convertible with these and be completely protected from all angles uh see so yeah, i i'm i'm ready to go for that uh, insects aren't, you look like they got nothing they got nothing on you that's is that the lmfao guy no riffraff <laughs> no he's um He's a he's no. a polarizing enigma, in a good and bad way. I think hey, was he canceled, Evan? I, I feel like I shouldn't. Uh, he got canceled a bit, but I, I don't think it made like big news. He's like doing stuff again. Like he got off drugs and started working out, and he's been doing like some shows. But uh, he did get canceled. Uh, okay. Well, right, then that's, we'll just tiptoe away from that one. We'll, no we'll big just, deal. We'll just um, ease off. But I mean, talking about the song. <laughs> Uh, I was looking at a graph recently on Reddit, and it was showing the use of different adjectives to describe songs. And I got to tell you, over the past two years, the word banger has taken a nosedive, and the word slaps has just skyrocketed. So to appeal to the Gen Zers out there as best as I can, I will say that song slaps. I mean, it's just got fucking grimy bass. You know, they're, they're doing full on, like, just absolutely grimy riff, like, just cool rap shit. And then it breaks down into that fusion still with that reggae element in there. So we can still play it on this podcast and share it for the people and say, God damn, this weed's so good. I want to take 100 rips. Um, I mean, I'm a lightweight. I don't think I could take 100 rips of the worst. I was weed, just going to say, I mean, you know, we've had discussions and challenges before. And because these are my hometown boys, you know, I got I to gotta represent properly. So, Evan, if there is a time and a place when we need to have an episode of this podcast with 100 rips, I think we should do it. I think we should live stream it. Dude. We could put it on Periscope and just have Evan. If you all, like, yeah, if people are listening and they want to see it go down, they want to see the show down, the. Go rip, he has to rip. 100 rips out of his guitar. Smoking the bass. Don't forget it. I oh, have. that was terrible. No, anyone that doesn't know Evan definitely uh, smoked a bowl out of his guitar. He hollowed it out on the spot. 
and smoked it. So, um, anyways, <laughs> back to 100 Rips, dude. I love the the imagery of something being so good that you want to do it 100 times. Maybe you want to listen to this podcast 100 times. Maybe I want to wear this new shirt that David Shaw put together for the vibes 100 times. I've been times. noticing that. It's pretty. It's pretty. David, more to come on that. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought, I think, like you said, I mean, Catastrophe's killing it. I saw they worked with Silverback Records on this one, which I think is a really good look. I love Silverback Records. And to see them linking up with a band that's talented and up and coming. I mean, they're not really up and coming. They've already come up. But they're coming yeah. up more, if that makes sense. They're still but evolving. Yeah, lo- yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. They got, you know, they got a lot in front of them. And I love the energy of this track. It's about the feeling of getting away from all the bullshit, just get in the convertible going for a ride smoking a lucy listening to the beatles it's a it's got an element of carelessness to it uh catch it has a catchy chorus it's got a danny devito reference it's always sunny in philadelphia is one of the greatest shows of all time in my opinion what else do you want a CeeLo reference boom we got that too i mean this is an incredible track evan used the phrase cool rap shit it slaps it's a slapper it's a it's a knee slapper in evan's vernacular it's a knee slapper. Isn't that what Providing, you said? Uh, uh, sorry, my memory. I mean, I would have just called it a banger personally, but I'm a, I'm an old, I'm an OG. All right, so a young bucks are talking about slap. Anyways, do we have another banger coming up, dude? What do you think? I think uh, we might have a little something coming up. Up next, we've got the song "More Than Memories" from Gentlemen's Dub Club. Dub Club. gentlemen's dub club off of the album that dropped last friday so a couple of things man with this song i just said it a couple of things man why did i squeeze a man in there do better jb anyways i immediately thought of the isley brothers when i started listening to this track i love the keys i don't know why but i felt immediately like i was underwater in an underwater world this album is incredible. This track is an example of the brilliance of this album. And this song is pretty deep, too. I felt like, to me, at least the way I interpreted it, 
This song is about a relationship where the fire, the flame, it's faded. And just the memories of the past, the good moments, the honeymoon stage, it's just not enough to keep things going. Some of you have been there. I've been there. That's what is bittersweet about life. When you're making a memory, you don't realize it. You don't realize how fleeting that memory is until you're looking back on it. And when you're looking back on it, you can't grasp it. It's gone. You just have to enjoy the moment. And that's what this song does for me. It makes me think about a relationship and the fact that the good days aren't enough to sustain the future. You really need to be building and keep that flame lit, do the little things. And I don't know, man, gentlemen, gentlemen, I just said, I just inserted a man again in that sentence for no reason. God dang it. I'm in my head. Gentlemen's dub club dropped an amazing piece of art. Check it out. That's my take. What'd you guys think? Well, I would tell you, like, I am slowly, they are slowly becoming one of my favorite bands, Gentlemen's Dub Club. And I say Ooh. slowly because when I commit, I commit, you know what I mean? Like, I'll listen to these bands so much. And so, I just, every time I hear a track by them, I'm just completely in, into it. It just sounds so good. Like you said, this had soul, but still that reggae pulse, that bubble, like that feel, it's just, it's all there. It's got all the elements but then it's got something fresh and unique to it where, you know, we're getting some international reggae given to us. Like these guys are coming to us from Leeds. Like this is not, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not the guys from Southern California. It's something different. And I very much like it a lot. And uh, I came across going through the Easy Star Records, I think is where I first saw some of the gentlemen dub, Gentlemen's Dub Club stuff. That's kind of hard to say, man. I threw a man in there intentionally. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, I was listening to Gentleman's Dub Club with a friend of mine recently, and I was pointing out that I just, I really dig it. So that's what I got to say. I'm, I just ordered the vinyl. I'm ordering it as we speak because Ooh. I got to have it in my collection. Man of my word. I like that, man. I like that one out of the three of us is a man of his word, you know? I don't Evan, go that far. Are you a man yes. of your word, Ev? Uh, I'm a man, yeah. and I say Prove words. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The words I say them. Well, say say some right now. Say some words right now. Put some words together in a sentence. Just reach in the bag, pull out a bunch of words, and throw it out there, man. Go ahead. Yeah, what do you think of this track? Gentlemen's Dub Club is tight. I mean, just cool vibes right there. Brought us brought us back to a little bit more of that that rootsy vibe on today's episode. Uh, Gentlemen's Dub Lucy. Club is cool as hell. I uh, I'd love to be able to see them someday. I mean, I know they're a UK band. I've never seen them on a lineup on any shows near me, <clears> but maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. But it would be tight as hell to be able to see them sometime. And just vibe out. Just try looking harder, and hopefully, in the near future, it'll happen. But in the meantime, we have this album to enjoy. So yeah, let's keep it moving, baby. What's next? Up next, we've got the song. Price you'll pay with tribal seeds <laughs> from Ayaterra with tribal seeds. Money is the root of all evil. Brings out the worst in me. 
Terra and Travel Seas, what a beautiful collaboration. It's like peanut butter and jelly right there, man. There's just two vibes that go well together when blended. Evan, you were just eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich two minutes ago. I was. And here we are, man. Price you pay. Money is the root of all evil, and it brings out the worst in all people. Now, that's an interesting concept. First of all, this is an amazing iTerra track. I mean, they just don't miss. This is their style. This is their... Um, you know, this is what they do. They make incredible music with incredible, with an incredible message. And this one didn't skip a beat for me. I thought it was really cool to see them link with travel seeds. And it just, it just has me thinking, man, you know, some of the lyrics in this track really kind of hit home. You know, I think one of the lines was, you know, I'm, I'm not the one to cast stones, but I'll be ready when the first one's thrown chairs for my circle and keep it tight. It just got me thinking, you know, my circle has been pretty fucked up lately. I'll be honest. Um, I don't know if it's COVID or life or just maybe me, maybe I'm the problem. I think there's a saying, if you come across three assholes in one day, you know, maybe you're the asshole. Um, and so maybe it's me, but I just feel like my circle has been a little, uh, messed up lately. Um, and here we got Nate telling me, you know, how he keeps it, keeps his circle tight and cherishes the people in his life. Um, maybe I need to do a little bit more of that, but here we are, man. I terror's got me thinking, right. And money's the root of all evil. I, that's it's the, I think it's the love of money is what corrupts people. But at the same time, like I love money. I, you know, I, I don't do this podcast for money, but I, but I have a job where I go and acquire currency so I can do fun shit in my life. You know, it's, but like, I think it's people that fall in love with that or, or they value money more than the other things that really fuck them up. And, you know, I do see people like that, and they're snakes, honestly. Like, you can see right through them. But sometimes you can't see through them. Sometimes you know, they're hiding behind a smile, you know. And I think, yeah, I think we just have to understand we're all human beings, and, you know, money will corrupt the fuck out of you real quick uh, if you don't stay grounded. And fortunately, we've got people like the gentlemen of Iotera and Tribal Seas that are putting out music to help you stay grounded. So yeah, and there's a uh, there's some visuals out. Not a music video, some visuals I think with lyrics. Check that out. Um, just all in all, man, it's been uh, it's been uh, you know awesome listening to this track, man. Yeah, JB, how, how are your guys' inner circles? I'm sorry you've been coming across so many assholes. Um, my my circles, my circles been great. Uh, yeah. Talk yeah, about it. Who right. are your top three, Evan? Who are your top three people in your life right now? Go. Oh, uh, uh, JB, Friends. Brett Coleman, Mark LeMay. 
Okay. All right. Well, hey, David Shaw, I'd like to issue you an apology right now. Oh. Uh, you did not make the cut in Evans' top three. And, and you know what? If you hold that against him, I will not blame you. That's pretty messed up. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what do you think of the tag, man? Or Brett, feel free to jump into. I'm not gonna. I mean, you just asked Evan to say something. I'm not gonna stay. <laughs> no, but he looks bewildered, dude. <laughs> it looks like he's lost. He's gonna go put his glasses back on, man. Well, he probably, think, he probably thinks now. that he hurt David Shaw's feelings, and now you made him seem like an asshole. So, <laughs> dude, I'm putting the oh yeah, yeah, you put the glasses back on. Space. Oh yeah. Okay. Although they, they don't, they don't know the reference there yet. But is. that said, so. Um, uh, this song, I mean, money is the root of all evil. I mean, that's that's a lot more than just people being corrupted by it, man. Like, money is the root of all evil. Is like, like, man, the, our whole society is revolved around your your worth being the amount of money you have, the possessions that you have, not what you bring to other people, right? I mean, you have later in our interview Casey Turner talking about what he does to provide for those around him while he's in Bali, in a place where just a couple of American dollars means a ton to a person out there like like money isn't all that but right now it is because dude like a certain amount of money decides whether or not you have a good meal in one day right and there's people starving out there but there's a surplus of food there's enough food to feed everyone in the world but everybody isn't getting it right there's fucking people starving there's people dying why because they don't have money it doesn't matter what they're actually worth right you have people that can do work you have people that can survive. You have people that are smart, creative. But because of certain situations where they were born, who they are, what their skin color is, what their gender is, whether they're not, you know, they're fully mentally capable to do things that other people are, money decides whether or not they can fucking survive, man. Money is the root of all evil in that, like, fuck, dude. It's it's our whole society revolves around it. It's, it's what makes everything move, and it doesn't work well for everybody out there. I mean, if you're living in a place and you're a person where you're fortunate enough to fucking even just survive and have the basic necessities every day with this system, you're doing pretty good, you know? Uh, anyway, sorry, I went Preach, off on a brother. rant there. but that that Just real quick, Evan, what would thoughts. you uh, propose as an alternative to money? Uh, that's the tough part, right? How do you fix it? Uh, it's fucking tough. I don't know, man. There's got to be other ways to fix the system, but the the way it's working Bitcoin. right now ain't great. <clears throat> Sorry, that wasn't like a let me interrupt your conversation <clears throat> clearing of my throat. No, that was all I got. But it but it worked. So here here's the thing. I I had Tara. So you guys are talking about the money part of this, which is definitely a strong piece. But right before that, he says it's your soul is the price you'll pay. And your soul is something that, you know, I think Ayaterra for me, if I, and I didn't realize this until this conversation was happening. So sorry for what might be a uh, roundabout thought that's going to turn into hopefully something tangible, which is that Ayaterra has a way with their lyrics. Like when they write a song that needs to have the, the grit and the claws to dig in, like you put tried and true out there, you put, um, uh, uh, God damn it. Know the vibes. Uh, fuck. Hold the vibes. You, Hold our vibes. Sorry. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I apologize. I, I got to like say the right things if I'm going to call them out. But Livication, any of these songs, just listen to Ayatera. But what I'm trying to say is that there is a thread that goes through that talks about how you sacrifice your soul 
for doing things that you need to quote unquote do and that there is no could or should and that there there is no middle ground you are sacrificing your soul if just like catastrophe said i got a nine to five but i don't got a suit though like there is so much that we do because we have to do them not because we're indulgent but because we've made a choice to live a lifestyle of a certain way that it does kind of bite at your soul a bit it does make you feel a little more corporate it does you know anti-establishment that's another track by Atera that makes me think of that i mean there's a lot of things that are said among this thread that really are the talons that will hook into somebody like me who's worked a job that's not been like super corporate or anything i mean now it kind of is but like I've had a career and all I've done is work to try to make money, sustain money, to have a family, to support the family, to do that. Dude, quarantine 2020, losing my job was the best fucking thing that happened to me because I then reset to my soul, right? So there's, I think, again, long-winded shit, but I hope somebody out there identifies with this. Like, there is something about the acknowledgement of doing what you have to do and what that might be taking away from you as your person, as yourself, as what you want to be, your best, your mind's eye, whoever you think you are, that you don't even know because you're so busy trying to make ends meet. So maybe just slow the fuck down because sometimes the price you pay has nothing to do with dollars. It's the missed opportunities. It's the missed conversation. It's the missed peace that you're too fucking busy to recognize. So I think that's your soul. I think that's the price you pay. And and for me, that's what Ayaterra does. They bring shit down to earth to a tangible way to make me just stop and fucking take a breath and be appreciative of all that we have. Damn, you guys are going off on this episode. Man, you guys are dropping heat, dude. Woo. I like it, man. That's, well, you that's talk crazy. a lot in the interview, JB, so we're just trying to get our words in, all right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, we're just trying to take <laughs> no, it No, for real, back. though. That's... Hey. You guys haven't been setting Talk me up me with nice. transitions as of as of recent, and it's well. There's only five of them now, so you know you got to pick and choose. You know you got to really go for it. Uh, but this, take it back. Get back to what you were saying. This is the last. This is the last. <laughs> song yeah, haven't you lost those? Now <laughs> take it back to where it was before you <laughs> took it to the wrong place. Up next, we've He's got on the rip song number ninety-eight. Take it back. From the Reese Brothers. And it's a remix featuring Bumpin' Uglies, Cashed Out, and Echoing Dream. Number one, you're my only one, never do you wrong Gotta keep me strong, I need you, I don't want nobody else Put you by my side like a ride to die If you need to cry, I wanna be the guy to Wipe away your tears Respect the way you feel You will keep it real So you and I can make it through the slum Never let you go All you need to know is Every time you call me, I will come, yeah, yeah, yeah Take it back to the top while the baseline flows Got that East Coast swagger and the gypsy soul A beast on the mic, watch me take control Yo, I feast on the fight, then I spit out gold 2021 pandemic is almost done 
worship and sweetest baby Jesus since we climbed up out the manger. Now you got us dipping inside your brain to rearrange ya. I is giving you a panic attack and we'll never take it back. The plot thickens, we dropping more hits than Chuck Dickens. Quit bitching until it's two titties how she's smitten. Unforgiving, unforgettable, and on a mission. You must be kidding, you kiddins, it ain't no competition. All right, that was Take It Back. It's a reggae remix right here by the Reese Brothers. You got Bumpin' Uglies on there, Cashed Out, Echoing Dream, Little Stranger, Gary Dredd, Jamie Hinkson, Julian Marley, Ian Young. So many talented people in one track. And I know I said it before, we've had the Reese Brothers on our podcast, and they are just continuing to make this ascension to just being a force to be reckoned with within this community they cross genres they put all sorts of things together we talked to kevin reese about echoing dream which was a project that he had put together kind of producing more of that reggae vibe that wasn't just a one and done deal not that i thought it would be but i'm really stoked that i keep seeing echoing dream as new content new songs and every single time they're just fire like they're always really amazing articulate pieces that you want to listen to more and more and more and that's why you get an all-star lineup like that with features on your track because you bring that shit. I mean, look at any of these videos. Everyone's dig. I mean, they're vibing. They're all going crazy. He's got a uke in one hand, a guitar in another. Like, the Reese brothers are uh, making shit happen. And I love this remix. I'm glad we included it in the top five. It belongs there. Good call. Whoever made it. Yeah, man. This, this, uh, I thought that was well said. I love this track. I love the energy. I love the the collaborations. I mean, <clears throat> getting Julian Marley, a Marley, you know, a, a a descendant of Bob Marley, the Marley last on this track is like incredible. And to see artists like Brandon Harsey from Bump and Uglies, Cashed Out, Gary Dread, Little Strain. I mean, these are like my favorite bands, all mixed right. together with <laughs> yeah. the. Incredibly talented Reese Brothers and Ju- and and Julian freaking Marley. That's crazy. And I, dude, I don't know why my mind went there, but this song reminded me. I used to love, uh, and I still do rap music. There was a song on the um, album titled "Crunk Juice" by Little John and East Side Boys called "Grand Finale," and it features Bun B, Fat Joe. Second time we've talked about Fat Joe on this podcast, by the way. Ice Cube, Little John, Nas, T.I., and, of course, the East Side Boys. And I don't think since that song there has been a, a collaboration of as many talented people on one song as this one. I'm putting it out there. That's my hot take. But, yeah, and actually, Brett, it's funny enough, dude, I saw in my research of the song that Echoing Dream was actually opening for the Reese Brothers. So figure that one out. That's Inception. Um, but no, it's cool <laughs> to see Echoing Dream, who produced this track, that project continue to thrive and grow. And, you know, it's just really cool. To, I just threw a you know in there, by the way. Um, but it's really cool. That to was see. actually appropriate. That was an appropriate okay. you know. For the first one I've ever Stop fucking but. second guessing yourself, dog. <laughs> also, uh, hopefully I'm saying this right now, I'm butchering it. Jamie Hinkson. I didn't know who that was when I saw it. And now... I mean, I looked up, this guy's got a following. And he shared the stage with Holly Cook, legendary. 
The Wailing Souls, Empress Sativa. Okay, he's toured with Juju Royal. So, I mean, the 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 connections are there. That the network is there. It's just a beautiful thing to see talented musicians working together, putting out tracks like this. I would love to hear the story about how this track came to be, to be honest. But nevertheless, it's here. It's ours. We get to listen to it, consume it, enjoy it, bang it, slap it. Slap it. Say. Oh, yeah, there it is. I knew it was coming. Oh. Yeah, man. So great week for music. I can't wait for next week. I think, I think uh, we're going to be in for some fire music moving forward. But, yeah, so there it is, top five songs of the week. Let's get into a positive thought of the week, and then let's give you – I'm going to throw it out there, maybe one of the top five interviews we've had on this podcast. And not just because I talk too damn much the whole time, but just thinking about some of the stories that Casey shared, I thought were pretty incredible. But um, I was unexpectedly I very much. surprised, and I don't mean that in a bad way. We talked about some really cool shit that I had no yeah. idea we would talk about. Yeah, I'm excited. So, positive thought of the boys. Let's get it done. Evan, you look like you're staring into the astral plane, maybe thinking about getting some astral Zeneca. Uh, what's up, man? Positive thought of the week. Give it to me. Yeah, um, positive thought of the week. Uh I didn't even give anyone an option, by the way. I just want to write to Evan. So sorry, Brett, if you want to go first. I'm 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 gonna okay. I'm just gonna go for it. Hopefully, uh, what I say inspires you guys because I don't have anything prepared. I don't have anything on the tip of my tongue. What I am gonna say is uh, give yourself permission to be happy. Uh, you know, I feel like like we people can be hard on themselves, and like sometimes you you feel bad or you feel upset, and you feel like you deserve that or you know, I don't know, maybe you're just not feeling great about yourself or about life in a moment. And I don't know, it's just like it's important to tell yourself that you're allowed to be happy. You know, I don't know. I feel like that's that's a way you can get stuck in like a depression cycle is by not not giving yourself that permission. It's like, you know what? It is OK to feel like good right now, regardless of anything I've done, anything that's going around. It's OK to still feel OK. And that's that's all I got. You feel good right now? I feel all right. I mean, it's eleven twenty-four. I feel a little sleepy. That's like that's my primary emotion. But I don't want to put those vibes into a podcast. We're, we're here to pe- pump people up and make them feel happy. All right. So wow, so somebody take it away. Well, um, I mean, I I certainly can, um, Brett. If you would like to, uh, you, you know, go, go ahead, JB. I never. I don't think I ever go last. I'm always first. I got something to say, but I'm just gonna hold on to it. Like okay. I got a secret. All right. I got a secret. Honestly, I can't wait, dude. My positive thought of the week is smile and the world will smile with you. And that is actually a song on, um, or not a song. The song is called Smile, but it's on the Gentleman's Dub Club album. Pretty straightforward, man. Smile. I mean, just, you know, just smile. People love that. In any situation, regardless of who you are, crack a smile. Immediately, everyone around you feels better. So go ahead. Crack that smile all week, people. Get that thing fired up. Throw it out there. Throw your smile around to people, you know? Just let it rip. I'm giving you permission to not only be happy, but also to let your smile rip this week. Just fling it out there so everyone can see it. Don't be shy. That's it. 
It's my positive thought of the week. <laughs> All right. Well, then that makes it my turn. And I don't really have anything super special, but I did think about this uh, in the beginning of our episode today. And it's because I, I ran in the in the door and, and we did this podcast, right? And um, one thing I've been working on, we've been talking about the whole ZC Keeley thing and, and, and working on like these side projects and trying to do things to uh, meet a genuine, like I, I'm definitely like, I've been scared or nervous to ever go to the other side to do music because it makes me vulnerable that I got to learn something or I could suck or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I've been really adamant about practicing. And I think that that's kind of something that I just want to share is that, you know, if you really want something, I haven't by any means made it, but I finally had a practice where it just showed a lot of the efforts that I've been putting in weren't, you know, for no reason. And when you really take time to put something and put your heart into something, you put work into something and you're surrounded by others that care about that work that you're doing, or even if they're not, if you can just be true to yourself and say you're giving it your best shot, it kind of doesn't seem to matter what the outcome will end up being because you got to believe in yourself enough. And so try to find some exercises to where you got to lean on yourself a little bit more or go to a place that's a bit uncomfortable because you know, it's going to make you stronger as an overall person. You were talking about our souls earlier, feed that soul, make you a bit, bit more of a presence for, for everything. And I think that's what, you know, it's not just practicing, you know, practice makes perfect, but at the same time, Find something that you you want to challenge yourself in, make it tangible, believe it, and I think if you truly believe it, oh God, it's gonna be cheesy, but you'll achieve it. You make it work, and that's that's my positive thought. I think you just got to be open minded to yourself, be really be very realistic to yourself. Don't do some New Year's resolution shit where you know you're trying to lose ten pounds just to lose ten pounds. Figure out what's gonna make you feel better. Whether it's you want to pick up a book and and read. Or you thought you were, you know, super creative writer back in the day, but you don't have time to write anymore. Write yourself a paragraph. Write a sentence. Just put a pen to paper, and see what happens. And find a way to inspire yourself because I think we got a lot kindled up in ourselves that we can uh, really benefit from if we allow it ourselves to. Boom. And that's well that's said, my yeah. thought. Thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I like it, man. You guys motivate the shit out of me, and I appreciate that. And hopefully our listeners got something out of that. But right now, we're going to give you something that you will definitely get something out of. And that is an incredible interview with Indonesia's own, for the time being, he's on rental, Casey Turner. (laughs) Let's get it.
I know you've been listening to this podcast, just enjoying every second of it. And we got something special for you right now. The vibes are high. The vibes are strong. Okay. It's not just me. You know the drill. We've got Evan Yarmo in the building, the producer, looking like Randy Macho Man Savage with these beautiful, <laughs> glorious glasses. I wish you could see for yourself. Evan, what up? How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, JB. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here it goes. Well, we also, fortunately, to balance that out, we got Brett Coleman smooth as silk down there in Arizona. Bro, what's up? How you doing, dude? Oh, yeah. Oh, doubling down, dude. Hey, you got to give right. it to him, bro. I got to support Evan. I always got to do that. Oh, that that's yeah. part of my rule. Okay, okay. Hey. Got to throw it back. The glasses it. are very Randy Savage, though. <clears throat> I don't Absolutely. know if that's what you were going for. Oh, yeah. But... I mean, we've got, we've got the whole mullet, that with the... With the glasses, this is this is a oh, vibe, man. bud. Oh, well, man. now 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 I'm with JB. You're embellishing, and we have a guest, and I don't want to be rude. So JB, <laughs> what's going dude, on, man? Evan's stealing the show, but I tell you what, man, I got something that's gonna take that show right <laughs> back. Evan. All right, we got a man with us. All right, we got a man who radiates positive vibes and good energy. A man that has dedicated himself to reggae music beach lifestyle and a passion for seeing the world a visionary a man that pays homage to the past to the present to the future his music has been played in space he's not only international but he's intergalactic one of the chillest dudes i have crossed paths with and someone i've been waiting to get on this podcast for a while the one and only often replicated but never duplicated from hawaii to indonesia the legend casey turner himself casey what's up man Aloha. <laughs> That's a crazy, <laughs> crazy introduction. I, I wouldn't expect any less from you, JB. That's awesome. Thank you. Hey, man, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and like I said, man, I, I've been really wanting to get you on this podcast because we've had some conversations, you know, over the past year. And you just you have such an interesting story, man. You have such a good vibe and your music's awesome. So, you know, it just made sense. It was only a matter of time. But um, I'm curious, man, for the people out there, let them know. Where are you? What's going on in life? Paint a little bit of a picture, Casey. Let the people know what's up in your world. Shoots. Yeah, brother. Um, I am here right now on the island of Lumbongan, which is in the Indian Ocean. It's right next to uh, the island of Bali. Um, yeah, I kind of uh, came out here and then got stuck out here and just been living the island life out on this island for a while. Um, luckily, I brought all my gear, my music. Uh, my guitar, ukulele, my loop station, and I've been jamming the whole way. So things been pretty, pretty easy, pretty, pretty good. You know, I just, uh, yeah, I've been jamming, jamming through Indonesia a little bit. And um, yeah, it's been, been a, been a good life the last, uh, last year, you know, despite the whole uh, thing that's been going on, you know? So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So to, just to, to clarify, you went out there, and then COVID hit, and that shut everything down. So you, you've been right. essentially stuck since, right? You haven't been able to get back. Is that is that right? Yeah, I've been uh, just stuck here on the island. They uh, shut down the um, the international airport early on. They first had it open, and then they cleared a bunch of people. People left the island, and I was still hanging, chilling. And then they shut the shut the airport down completely, and. Um, yeah, so no one's really been leaving through the international. The flights uh, haven't been going. So I just 
decided to like pull up the e-brake and just chill you know just relax here it's uh it's good living so yeah it's been a blessing to tell you the truth um, interesting and yeah. hey, you're from hawaii is that where you went out there from originally or? i'm originally uh well i'm from the east coast from florida i okay. lived in florida for a long time and uh played a bunch of shows there and did music there i did some crazy space stuff there over at nasa um back in the day after college and um Moved to California after that. Uh, started playing full time there in California, and between California and Hawaii, bouncing back and forth. My uh, family was out there. My sister lived there for for a while. My uncle was there for like uh, I don't know, thirty years. He's he was out there. He's a ganja farmer out there on Maui. Uh, I love that guy, man. He passed away, but uh, his legend lives. You know. Mm. Sorry to yeah. hear that. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, no, that's uh I remember you yeah. telling me a little bit about it, man. That you say he's a ganja farmer from Hawaii. That's a pretty like that's yeah. a pretty cool uncle to have right there. <laughs> that's like that's that's uh he was he's heavy, man. He was in with all the he was in with all the guys, like all the people that own the properties, like up in Makawao and all these places where you don't go when you're a tourist, you know, just like up in the up country. He would um he would grow on their properties and they'd just grow trees, man. He showed me some, he always had like, he, so he, he didn't, he never lived in a, uh, in a, in a house. He always lived in his, his RV. He shipped an RV over there. So he was mobile. He'd like pull up on properties and check the trees, check the plants and then go to the next one. And they could never, they could never find him. He, he, his, his uh, RV refrigerator had jarred <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> And the RV well, itself well. was camouflaged as a giant like weed tree, so like they just couldn't. It just <laughs> yeah. no. He so actually it'd be, be kind of good. Did he? He he painted it. He painted it gray with the intention of camouflaging it, like with, with spraying uh, like palm fronds all over it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh, good, cool. Love that guy. He was it was it was sick. We're off to an interesting start, man. Can I can I rewind a second? Because I don't know a whole lot about you, and I know there's a lot to know about you. We're talking about space and music, space and music. All right, so I want to know a little bit more about both of those things and your involvement. Can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah, sure. Um, Let's see, man. Sorry, jump ahead. So, like the whole space thing, um, pretty interesting. I graduated college with mechanical engineering degree and um, I got a job right out of college at uh, Kennedy Space Center. I just applied and just got in, you know, it's like luck of the draw, you know, like people, the guy liked me in the interview and he's like, all right, cool. Uh, you got the job. I was like, all right, sick. I'm working at NASA. Um, yeah. <laughs> so casual. And about there it, it is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I went, I went from a surf shop. I'm like working at a surf shop. And then I put in my resume with this company and then they submitted it. And then the guy liked it. He's like, all right, this guy seems like legit what he studied. And then I just got the interview and got in and then it just happened to be, all right, you're in. So once I got into NASA, I was working like IT, just not even in my, cause I knew CAD really well. So they, they hired me for that. And then basically I moved up right into, um, doing main propulsion systems in the cryogenic lab and testing the main engines and testing parts for the main engines. Did that for five years at NASA. Um, 
super cool. And then uh, I just, you know, had enough. And I was like, all right, I want to go see the world, play some more music and move to California from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see more about the, the whole NASA space connection with the music. Um, I can want me to elaborate on that or. Uh, yeah, because like what I'm picturing is probably not what it is, but I have no idea what it is. So my imagination is really kind of going. So I'd like to know. Yeah, you kind of what? Yeah, tell me what what is the connection to space in music? Were you playing music in space? Okay, yeah, right. it's, I know, I know, it's super bizarre. So, worked at NASA, moved to California, um, maybe I don't know, maybe ten years went by, and I still knew a bunch of the people from from NASA, and they had ended up like getting into higher positions and they were out in a conference in San Diego, California. And one, one of the guys was a chief technology officer. He was like, Hey, Hey bro, are you still playing music? I'm like, yeah, I am. So they came to the show. They all were stoked on the vibes. They're like, yeah, this is cool stuff. They bought back then they bought some albums and stuff and, and then just started getting the music. And eventually after a few more years, I started getting like this, like semi NASA following in, in different areas, Kennedy space center, Johnson. And then this, woman liked the music and she got to an astronaut the astronaut happened to be going up on one of the um not the shuttle because they retired that but up on a soyuz rocket to the international space station he was he contacted me through his director it was like this guy rex walheim he, he was like walked on the moon he, he contacted me the astronaut contacted me he said hey i want to play some of your songs for the morning wake-up crew i'm like dope all right awesome from that point I was like, all right, how about we play a new song? I'll give you a new song. I just recorded uh, Waves on the Ocean was a song. That's the song that got debuted in space. And uh, yeah, just kind of blown away. And the, the guy brought it up there and played it. So it became the first island reggae song debuted in space. So that's, oh, yeah, dude, that's amazing. That's great. That's cool. I don't <laughs> think anybody I know nobody else has ever had a story like that. That is incredible. And that's just like one small piece of this puzzle. So. I'm sorry. I feel like I stopped some momentum just because I wanted to elaborate on this whole space and music thing. So I'm going to take a step back, JB. Please continue, Evan. No, dude, Whatever I'm, you guys I'm, got. But I'm so glad you asked that, that Thank you for, yeah, thank you. I, I had to put that together. That's, no, that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. It's a bizarre, it's a whole bizarre thing that happened, you know. Um, even the, the guys from, uh, from Revolution, their uh, label, Hill Kid, did a write-up on it when it happened. So I was, I was stoked that, like, I got a little, little like attention from, from the reggae community. So I was really, really stoked and blessed. That those guys were like, Hey, recognize it at least. I mean, it's, it's just this bizarre thing. So it's nothing like, you know, nothing normal in the music industry. So I didn't know where to classify it or put it. So it was just like thing that happened, you know? So yeah. There's so many crazy things going on right now and things I don't even know about, like the NFTs and like the, you know, people buying digital pieces of this and the other. So I think that there's something to having your music being the first of its genre of its kind being played in space as an experience sort of thing. Like that's something that nobody else would like that is uniquely yours forever. I sound like a Jerry yeah. commercial, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's, it's cool. awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, she's, yeah. I didn't, I well, just like, just, just went with it, you know, like, I just rolled with it and it got, it got a little better too later on. Like it had been a, almost a full year after 
uh, the astronaut brought it to the space center or space station and played it. And then a year later, I was touring Australia and I got this message about playing a show back in California. And I said, hey, I'm not supposed to come back. They're like, hey, there's good money involved. We want you to play this concert. It was like a kind of a, I don't know what kind of concert. It's like a um, like a an event type thing, not not like a concert, but it was like a private event. And they ended up saying like, we're blown away. Uh, we chose you to, uh, to to play, and then we also chose a guest speaker that happened to be uh, Shane Kimbrough, the same astronaut that brought your brought your song up there. And we didn't even know; we just randomly chose you to. And then I got to meet the guy, and he was super cool cat. He was like. Yeah, it was awesome. He was stoked. He met me, gave me a official um, uh, mission patch, like the 50th mission, yeah. mission. And I was like, yeah, 50th state of mind. That's like stoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's incredible, man. You definitely have some incredible stories. And I think what you're doing right now is pretty incredible too. If I um, notice this on Instagram correctly, man, you're, you're not just chilling in Bali, man. You're you're playing shows. You're spreading reggae vibes out there. Hold up, brother. I got I got these dogs around me. They're gonna just not shut up. <laughs> One second. It's all good, dude. I like it. It's authentic, man. Show show the video. Let's see. Let's see your situation right now. Look at this. Oof. Beach not, front, man. Are these just beach White dogs sand? just rolling up, saying what up? Yeah. Some guy just rolled up. I don't know who he is. There's still a few people on this island. Damn, man, that looks incredible. I know the people listening can't see it, but Jesus, that looks like a postcard or something back there, man. That's go that's go get life. a go get a Fiji water bottle and look at it, and that's basically <laughs> yeah, right. what we just saw. Hold <laughs> on, I, this dog, I gotta get that thing to shut up, bro. I don't have control. Oh, that's all right. You, you know, man, we, we we listen to Brett's dog every once in a while. It's no big deal, man. You know, we like it. The people are used to it. Yeah, um, nothing. Molly Jane, she takes her. She's a dog. Just we're gonna pause for a minute here. Hey, there we can always cut right. this part out too. So it's yeah, you know, great, great. No worries. I think it'll be all right. I think it'll chill. Okay, they look chill now. Back to it. Okay, nice, dude. <laughs> I like it, man. So what I was saying, dude, is you're you're uh, you're not just you're not just posting up out in Valley, man. You're you're playing shows. You're spreading reggae vibes. You've done that in Florida and California and Hawaii. And I just think it's cool to think of you kind of on this mission, man, spreading, spreading good music out there. And I'm kind of curious what, what it's been like from your perspective, playing reggae music out in Indonesia, representing. I mean, has it been well-received? Have the vibes been strong? Like, what's your experience been like actually playing shows out there? Yeah, um... It's it's pretty awesome out here, you know. Uh, I think Bali, especially, they got a fairly strong like reggae community. You know, it's interesting. Some islands are more oriented towards like island music, and others are not. Like, I had to learn that. You know, Bali is this really uh, densely packed population. Uh, I think there's like nine million people on on the island of Bali itself. It's a pretty big island, but. So it's more like a regular city type or not city, but community of just mix of people. And there's a lot of different types of genres of music. And 
I think reggae here just kind of has its own little pocket. It's not like island wide. Like if you go to Jamaica, or if you go to Hawaii, like island reggae, even on like FM stations, just island reggae, you know, um, here it's a little different. It's like mix of, um, you know, metal, all kinds of rock and stuff and then and pop. But there is a community for reggae. And I know I know a few of the bands and a few of the musicians and they're super, super cool. So it's been pretty receptive. Um, I think overall, most of the people that come here, like in normal times when it's holiday, like they want to hear that reggae music. You know, it's just mm. just a good vibe. You can't go wrong with it. So playing here has been great. I've uh, over the years I've played with a couple other bands um, here on the islands, and it's been awesome. Like I'll open up for them or play a concert, have a concert, invite me. Um, so it's been it's been a blessing to be able to be part of it, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been well received, and this year has been a little different, obviously, because there's there's not that many people around, you know, especially on this island. I played a show Sunday. Uh, the other night I played over at this place called Shipwreck. I just tagged you guys on it also. It's on my uh, Instagram uh, at Casey Turner Music. And I tagged you all on it. It's just a little clip. I played uh, Shipwreck and it was just, this is a little beach bar, sweet. It's right on the beach. There's sand right next to the stage. You know, it's like, it's like your most, if you could think of like, like an awesome, your most awesome beach bar to like be a musician and play. It's like that would be it. It's all open air. It's like it's like covered. And then you have the ocean. You have like beanbag chairs, people chilling. And, and it just it's just awesome, man. It's a good vibe. Hope that answered some of the questions. Yeah, man. No, that sounds incredible. Definitely. That sounds incredible. And it's crazy to think, too, like you haven't been able to return. You're stuck there. It seems like you're making the most of it and you're, you know, you're, you're just crushing it out there. But but I got to think, man, with the world opening up a little bit vaccines getting out there man things seem like you know we're moving in the right direction hopefully you know we're doing it the safe way and and all of that but i'm curious like what does that mean for you then now are you looking at potentially being able to get back to the states or um what, where's your mind at in terms of uh maybe what's next for you my mind is scrambled bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean like look i can Right now, like there's, there's, they're opening stuff up and I, I can get back. So here's the deals. It's like, I have all my stuff. It's been sitting, sitting there at, in Hawaii and California for like, I don't know, 14 months now. And so it's like, you should go, I should go back and get stuff situated. Yet you see, you see how beautiful it is here and it, it's just super yeah. chill. It's like, I don't really want to leave, you know, I don't want to go home, but it's like, uh, I probably should get back so I can get back to doing what I do as far as playing. I got a van I, I bought before I left here to come here, and I want to build that out and travel. I'll probably get up to see you all up on the Northeast if I can, you know, if everything goes oh, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, I'll probably, I'm looking at going back. April looks like a good window, like maybe the next three or four weeks. So it's get pulling up, it's getting close, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know though. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna plan on coming back because I just want to be playing music normal, like where I usually play. You know, do the normal tours and stuff. California, yeah. Hawaii, some of the southeast, and then maybe do the East Coast. Now that I get my wheels, you know, once I build it out. So. Yeah. Well, if that happens, man, you come to the Northeast. You guys let us know, man. Evan and I are up in New Hampshire, right in 360s out here in New England. 
we got Brett in, in Arizona, man. You got you got uh you got some fans out here in the US, man. I think people will be real pumped uh to, much, to see you get well, back. I appreciate to it. that. Yeah, I'd be I'd Absolutely. be stoked to hook up and, and link up, you know. Hell yeah. That'd Absolutely be awesome. Man. To do something. It, it, it's funny yeah, too that great. we Hell, I love your yeah, post and all the music that you represent. It's, it's really, it's really awesome for the community. You know, have to have have this type of platform. You know, it's uh, so. I love how passionate you guys are about it. You know, like you got the whole little studio thing going, Zoom calls and, and interviewing editions and and you know, like always, always putting something out. So, that's I think it's awesome. You guys are you guys are awesome. I appreciate that, man. We're definitely trying to help out the community man it's all about spreading the vibes of the music that artists like you create man that's really what we're here to do we love the music we love the people and you know it's all love so i definitely appreciate the the recognition um on that and i I was just thinking too it's actually funny we made it this far into the conversation and we haven't brought up like one of the coolest things that you've been involved in from my perspective and that's island time uh watch company which i got mine on the wrist right now it's looking clean it's going strong one of my yeah. favorite watches to put on. Um, it just it, it it just looks so sick, man. And it's it it just feels sturdy. It's, I feel like this is an advertisement, but really, I'm just giving you props, man, because it's a dope watch. But um, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Yeah, that um, the watch creation. Yeah, it was uh, this thing that happened. You know, I uh, mentioned earlier about my uh, my uncle, right? Um, the gan- he was a ganja farmer on Maui. Um, you know, he was he was old school. I mean, if I can tell the story, is it cool? But, please, please do, please do. Yes. Yeah, he he was like he's this ganja farmer on Maui, and um, you know, he, he just like he loved the vibes I put out. He was like super big supporter. You know, there's a there's a video of him being interviewed randomly by someone, like the only interview he ever took, I think. Because he would always tell me, I don't do interviews, and then um this guy interviews him and then the first thing he goes to is like my music He's like this guy used to work at NASA and he quit NASA to play the ukulele. And you see like, there's a video. Oh no, we, it froze. No. It froze with a good vibe on it though. Check that out. That could be a thumbnail picture right there, man. That's. Oh man. Casey, you there? Can you hear us? I got audio going again, and okay. uh, I'm using data, so we can keep the, keep it going. Tight. All awesome. right, awesome. So, do you well, want to I'll just say- start back yeah. where you were about Island Time Watch Company and your uncle? Yeah, yeah. So I was. What was I saying? Where was I at? Uh, interview. The only yeah. interview he's ever done. He brings up your music, and then we lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the only only interview he ever he ever did was uh with this guy on maui who just like a tourist came by and did an interview and he first thing he did was like go right to my music and say this guy he quit nasa to play the ukulele listen to this ook and he's like talking about it and it was it's, it's pretty it's worth it's worth watching it's pretty pretty hilarious but as far as uh yeah so the uncle he um he was like in in vietnam war and he got his whole platoon got sprayed with agent orange so he was he was like ill with like uh, cancers and he had some operations, but he smoked himself in the health. And that's how he got into growing weed because it saved his life. So it's a pretty interesting story. Um, he was all his, all the people that were, that he knew back from the, from the war that he was his like platoon or whatever he was in. 
um, they all, most of them passed away. He was like one of the few left. And his buddy, when he got out of the hospital, they said the doctor sent him home. Like, hey, man, just go to hospice. And the guy gave him a bag of weed and he started smoking it was way back when. And he just smoked himself into hell for the most part. Like it's kind of a, this is the kind of bizarre story you, you don't really hear about, but that's what happened. I mean, he told me this anyway. Um, so yeah, uncle, he, uh, he lived in his RV, grew weed. And then the last time I saw him, I was on Maui, I was playing shows and he's like, Hey, come with me, kid. I'm like, where are we going? He's like to the DMV. So we went to the DMV. I'm like, why? And he put the, put the, uh, the RV, his only possession in my name. And I'm like, what are you doing with this? He's like, you're not, I'm not going to be here the next time you come back. I'm like, oh, shoots, you know? So he, so he willed me the RV and he goes, if I don't do this now, he's like, you're going to have a line of people saying that they want this RV. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So he put in my name. I, I peaced out and he passed away. I came back after to um, pay respects and I, got the rv but i had no place to keep it it was so expensive on maui to try to try to park it someplace it was impossible so i said i'm going to do something special i i sold the rv and i took the money and i started island time watch company and it's uh the watch that you see now uh reggaewatches.com has it but uh just to, to view it um but it's got the 420 on the on the uh on the bezel and it's called the 420 it's it's just got it just got the island vibes, you know, and I just did that kind of in honor of uh, Uncle Bill, man. So that's how that's how the company started. I just figured I'd do something and that would kind of, you know, take the RV and transfer it into something else. Like, you know, so, yeah, watch. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool story, man. Well, rest in peace, Uncle Bill. And um, the, the, the watches are incredible. I'm wondering, man, if you're, you're you say you got a degree in mechanical engineering. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm wondering if that played played a factor in this watch, man, because I've never seen a watch I could just crack a beer open with. And that's a pretty cool feature. Um, you're a smart dude, Casey. Yeah. I think maybe there's a connection there. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. Mahalos. Uh, yeah, I just um, – I was thinking one day, I was like, yeah, like smoking up's great, but, you know, some places you can't always do that. And I was like, a lot of people, you know – love a cold beverage so what would be better way than to have like an opener so I, I designed this opener that's like right on the band if you check it out it's like it works I tested it out for like I always test it out but yeah like before yeah. I, I tested it you know it make sure it was like cherry you know just perfect and uh yeah it works great I was stoked with the outcome on how like it just the leverage on it and you just kind of twist your wrist back and the put it on the bottle and boom it just kind of opens your beverage nice and easy the way it should be. <laughs> nice, dude. I like that. I like that. Well, yeah. speak, speaking of nice and easy, all right, now, this is a segue here. I, you, you dropped some music that we recorded or that we reviewed on this podcast, um, and that's Toto Tranquillo. I, might, yeah. I might not be saying that the right way. Um, yeah, Toto It's uh, – Okay. That's the latest one I dropped, Toto Tranquillo. Um yeah, that's a that's an interesting song. I, I try to um, I try to mix it up a little, you know, like a lot of the island reggae and a lot of the reggae's, you know, just about like relationships and love and stuff, which I'm all for, you know. I I write about that too, but I try to like think of some topics off topic and then just go with that, you know. If I have it, if it's an interesting situation, um, 
So yeah, like Toto Tranquilo is a song that came about. I was playing out in like Palm Springs area, you know, I, it was kind of tough times. And I was, I was playing like during, through the winters before I started traveling a lot, getting out of like the colder regions. I uh, was playing like summers and stuff in the areas. And then I stayed, I stayed for the whole winter to see what it'd be like. And I, gigs are were low you know it was rough getting them so this one uh this one place this one bar out in palm springs was like hey we'll play we'll pay you good money if you come out here i'm like all right it was like a really nice high-end place i was like all right yeah sure so i was driving out there and the guy who ran the ballet he was from mexico and um he was you know he was legal and, and lived there and then on my last gig that i had there after playing there for like almost like eight months or so he was like He's like, hey, bro. He's like, you. This is your last show. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to make some money? And I was like, uh, uh, I looked at him with a strange like look, like, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, all you need to do is bring a couple of my friends across the border. It's real easy. And I was like, oh, bro. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, like what? <laughs> like, I'll get thrown in jail. He's like, no, no. Slap on the wrist. I was like, oh. I was like, no, no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, let's see. So I just drove away thinking about, like, how would you do that these days? They got infrared cameras, all this stuff. And that's how the song started coming about, Toto Tranquilo. There's a little more to it. So every time I came, oh, well, let me back up a minute, a second. Um, I played a show and the uh, guitar player for Tribal Seeds um, one of the first guitar player from Tribal Seed started a company called Toto Tranquilo. So this is how it kind of kind of segued into the name. I was playing a show for like Surf Aid International and then he was there. He was doing like clothing and painting and stuff. And he's like, he's like, hey, bro, he's like your music. It's like Toto Tranquilo. And he's like, and he hands me his hat and it says Toto Tranquilo. And I was like, oh, sick. Thank you so much. I was like, this is awesome. I'll wear it. So I used to wear that hat down coming down the down through the to play the gig you know and i rolled in and the, the guy from the the valet saw the hat and he was like oh toto tranquilo yeah and i was like yeah bro toto tranquilo and that's how i named the song after he had gave me the proposition of bringing people across the border <laughs> illegally and then with the hat so that's how the song came about toto tranquilo i thought about how would i how would you do it if you wanted to and that's what the song's about i was like i would just I don't know. Should I keep going? <laughs> I dude, that's that's a that's that's incredible, man. It's, it's interesting because I feel like you, you don't. Some of your songs, man, aren't just like you said, normal reggae songs about love, about relationships, man. You, so it's pretty cool to hear like your songs have some deeper meaning. You know, like Arizona, that that song in that video. I know there's a lot behind that. That's not a typical reggae song. Um, so it's just it's always interesting to hear. You know, you're, you're from your perspective, kind of like what goes into a song. That's a that's a pretty crazy situation, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, brother. For Thank sure. you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, w- one question I have for you, Casey, and, and um, you know, just on this podcast, we like to do interviews, but we also like to talk about just like real shit, man. What people are going through, you know, what motivates them, you know, things like that. And just looking at yourself, man, like you've got a super interesting story. You've been in some crazy situations. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're just an interesting guy, man. And I'm curious being well-traveled and, 
um, you know, being in Indonesia and I think you said Australia and Hawaii and California and Florida and Mexico and all these different places. Like what, what are some like core beliefs about life that kind of gets you through the day that gets you moving and continuing on your journey? What's, what's kind of like the philosophy of Casey Turner and, and it, does that make sense, man? Like what are some truths about life that hold true to you that help motivate you to keep putting out music to keep seeing the world, to just keep spreading your light and your energy and just bringing everything that you bring to the table. I know that's, that's got questions a lot. But <laughs> I'm curious. That's a yeah. deep one. Ah, oh, shoots. You know, I guess, you know, like I wake up and I'm like, I'm happy to wake up. You know, some, I think maybe some people don't feel that way, but I hope not. I'm just saying like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about the day and I'm excited like, yeah, what, what's going to happen today. And also like, I guess it's, it's this cool, cool thing where I, I feel like, Oh, who, who can I help today? Or how can I help someone today? And it's not always, you know, but it's, it's, it's not always every day I, I end up helping someone, but usually I feel good after I do, if I can in any way. And being here um, in Indonesia, I'm able to do that a lot more like, because of the situation. So let me explain. When you're in a country like the US or maybe Australia or some other place where the cost of living is really high, right? So, you know, you know, you, you all are sitting in the US right now and, and things aren't cheap, you know? And depending on your level of income, like you're not able, most people aren't able just to be like, hey, let me help you out. It's a big thing, like shit, man. I, you know, let me help pay your rent. like that's, that's a lot of money for someone like myself or, you know, Hey, let me, let me help you. So what I'm what I'm getting out here is here in um, Indonesia, like I'm a, it's like, because of the, the, the price difference, the um, exchange rate, I'm able to help people in, in monetarily in ways that I normally would not be able to. So I, I always remember that, like, there's some people here that are, are, are suffering. Like they, they're, they don't have jobs. And like, you could tell, like, and I'll, I'll buy them breakfast. I'll do whatever because I can here because breakfast might be $2, you know, and you get a really good meal. So I, I feel like, hey, I can, I can support people, like help them out whenever I can, you know, like those in those ways, you know, like um, not that money is everything, but it does help. You know, it helps helps people. Um, I don't know if I got off track with the with the question, but I'm just giving an example. Um, I guess helping yeah. people helping people is, is awesome it's a good feeling and you know i think the music if you go backtrack a little the music waking up and playing knowing you're gonna play some music for people and they're gonna get something out of it and put a message out there i think that's that says a lot you know that that you know med, uh, music can be medicine for the mind you know so it is for me anyway yeah yeah no well well said man well well said i i agree with you 100 percent and that's pretty cool that you're able to, to make an impact out there and, and just keep spreading good vibes, man. And we definitely, uh, you know, appreciate you joining us today, telling your story a little bit. I think that, um, you know, maybe for, for listeners, anyone that's, that's new uh, to you and your music, I'm guarantee they're going to check you out now after hearing your story. So um, we're God. stoked that you were able to join us and yeah, man, we're just anything that, we can do to, to help you on your journey moving forward and hopefully our, our paths cross and maybe, you know, it'll be in the form of you, uh, you know, coming up to the Northeast uh, to play some music, but 
Um, either way, man, it's been it's been awesome chatting with you today for sure. Oh, it's been awesome. I appreciate you all having me uh, on your show, and um, I appreciate everything you guys do for people and music. And um, yeah, it's just a blessing to be able to be um, to be out here and to be able to be on your show. You know, I'm so far away, but yet we're so close. It's awesome. It's like right here. I love I love the technology enables this, and then uh, just that you guys are exist as a uh, as an entity putting out like vibes, you know, and like passionate about it. It's it's not it's not an easy thing to find, you know. So stoked. Shoots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's Thank up. you, man. Thank you. It's awesome. Thanks. Uh, this is a great conversation. I'm gonna start digging in more, listening more. I'll probably finally get myself a damn watch. I've talked to JB about it a million times. <laughs> now I know more about this story. I got Uncle Bill. I think Uncle Bill inspiration is kind of cool. I think that's yeah. you know, that's the more you know, paint the rainbow. <laughs> like but, let, hey, let the people know, Casey, where they can find your music and where they can find these watches, because I know that the website's going through a transition. Yeah, sure. Uh, the music is on Spotify, uh, iTunes, any digital platform under Casey Turner. It's like Casey with a C. Um, yeah, Casey Turner on Spotify, iTunes and stuff like that. And then for the Island Time Island Time Reggae Watches, uh, it's reggaewatches.com. We changed the website to that. So, um, yeah, it has them. Um, they're still on They're still on the, sa- on the sale price. I've been out here, so I, I just le- left them on, on sale. And, um, yeah, it's reggaewatches.com for that. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Evan, final words. You haven't said anything this whole interview. Evan. I know I've been final sitting back. Thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. So, Hiding behind those glasses, dude. Actually, they're giving Snip me a wicked a headache. Sleep. I can't do them anymore. Um, that said, uh, is it true that people on the island do the shaka with the, the pinky finger going straight up as to more flared out like that? Oh, bro. Is that? You got to flare it out. You got to flare it out. Is that the flared out, dude? I don't know. You Most people flared like, out, dude? I don't know. Like this, that's like the micro. Yeah, micro that's weird, right? Shaka. I got a buddy who who went who went and he's been on Big Island for a few years. He's like, oh, dude, nah, man. If you live on the island, you do it like this, like all closed together. But that's I feel like this is this is what people do. I don't know. Like this is the micro shaka, and this one right here is probably the the me, the me, Wait, wait. How do you do it? Yeah, oh yeah, like this. This is how the world goes round. <laughs> you know, everybody has a little bit different shaka, or a little different vibe. Big Shaka energy today, boys. I like it. Big Shaka. <laughs> well, that's what's up. Well, Casey, thank you, man. Blessings to you, man. Much love. Thanks for joining us. Big up and uh, peace. Much love. Thank you, y'all. See you. Hey,